Welcome to the Black and White Podcast, where we seek to filter the gray world around us through God's Word, with radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. I'm Denise Pass, and my co-host Allison and I are back to talk about goals. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about our word for the year and how to set SMART goals, but where the rubber really meets the road is keeping those goals and not giving up. Yeah, I love how we're saying that people need to set goals and not a resolution. I think sometimes mm. goals sound so much better um, because a resolution to me seems like you're going to be setting up yourself to fail from the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, so I love that we have a goal in place and we went through all those steps to help us get there. Yeah, because I think it's such a mind game. You know, you say the word resolution and it's like, Absolutely. oh gosh, fear. You know, do I actually have to try this again? Yep. Yep, exactly. You know, where did that phrase come from anyway, where the rubber meets the road? <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing my car hitting a curve. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But so, okay, I looked it up. When, where the rubber meets the road refers to the point at which an abstract idea or plan is tested out in practice. All right, that sounds really heady, but our goals are just a theory or an idea until we live out those goals. Absolutely, but I have to stop you and say I love how you looked it up. Because again, (laughs) it's another way that we're so different because you really do. You dig for like the fruitful meanings on things, whereas I'm like you when you just said, well, I'm picturing my tire hitting the curb. That's that's exactly what that I do. But I think um, so many people will talk the talk, but it's very hard to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can say, oh, well, this is what I would do in that situation. But until you truly have to walk it out, Um, yeah, it's very hard sometimes. So we're testing our theories. We very are. Very much so are testing our theories. And and I am probably, just so as you get to know me more, a certified nerd, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like, my husband's like, don't call yourself a nerd. But I just, I love to learn. And I think that's one of the reasons why I home educated, because I'm like, oh, I want to go on the field trip. (laughs) Yeah. kids are like, really? Exactly. Exactly. I just love learning. So I have to admit your scripture from two episodes ago stuck out to me as the perfect scripture for this episode. I'm like, oh, we can't use it two weeks in a row. But the one where you said, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded from 2 Chronicles 15, 7. You know, a big part of our goals is that we don't give up. But here's another one I thought of, Galatians 6, verse 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. That's the hard part of goals, living them out. It's one thing to say something and even write it down, and but to really live it out, it's got to be a heart change, a life resolution, being accountable and completing this work that God has placed on our hearts. And you just said, at just the right time. That's not our time. It's his time. How many people have given up because the task placed in front of them was too hard or say that their reward was just a few feet away or around the bend? Mm. You know, if everything was easy, then nothing would ever have true meaning. And I think if we don't feel pain, how can we truly know what pure joy is? Yeah. Right? You know, if you don't go through something and think about what Jesus went through, where where would we be right now Mm -hmm. if he gave up? So mm. what if there was no, you know, what if there was no Jesus? What if there was no backstory to that? Um, so, 
That's a horrifying thought. It, it really is. Like, think, where would what where would we be, you know? So um, I just think so many people, you get into that part of your life where you say, I just can't do this anymore. And as long as your eyes are focused on him and you mm-hmm. remember that you're not alone, you know, you're truly not alone. Yeah. And that's really hard for some people because a lot of people, we're, we're so tangible, right? Like, we need to see things and we need to feel things. But you breathe every day. Right. Like you know you're going to take your next breath, or at least we mm. think we're going to take our next breath. <laughs> um, you know, so you have to really have that faith and trust and know that, that God's going to guide you on that. So good. And I think, too, I know for me anyway, impatience. Don't pray for patience. No, no, I don't pray for patience. That's why I think the whole health thing is hard because we want those immediate results, and it is a slow process you know it is well we we tend to think like oh I look in the mirror and I think did I just gain all that weight yesterday Mm -hmm. you know it like you said it's a slow process but when we want to lose it we don't understand we're like wait but I've been on the treadmill for 30 minutes five days this week and I've only lost 0.5 pounds how can that be possible I know or nothing like I plateau forever but the funny thing is actually I can gain it very quickly there's no lack of patience oh yeah (laughs) yeah losing it on the other end so I can't tell you how many years though I've said it was going to be the year that I finally accomplished my health goals. So I was thinking about this today because I thought, you know, there's been one good benefit, which has been I haven't, you know, like, at least I haven't uh, regressed. It's been a fight, and maybe sometimes it's like running in place. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm still here, <laughs> yep. but I'm still at least at it instead of uh, just throwing in the towel. And, and there's been years where I made significant achievements, like after I had pneumonia in the hospital in 2012. In 2013, you know, finally the court battles were done, and I lost 30 pounds that year. And, you know, I made significant strides. But if it isn't a real life resolution, though, Mm-hmm. then it's something that we don't realize it sneaks back and we just don't complete that goal in that area. You know, it can be so elusive. And I think sometimes when it sneaks back in, you try to look back and pinpoint where it snuck back in. Yeah. So for me, perfect example, when you're talking about regressing, it's, 20, it's 2020. Wow, I just want to say it's 2019. So it's actually <laughs> 11 years ago this May, I ran the New York City Half Marathon. Wow, look at you. But look at me now. Mm-hmm. So I look because I am probably 50 or 60 pounds heavier than I was when I ran that. And it actually started from a bunch of my friends on Facebook were like, we need to get healthy. It was January. We said we're going to do this. So from January to May, I had lost about 35 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then I lost some more again a couple of months later. But I changed everything. My lifestyle was completely changed. Mm -hmm. My kids were eating healthy. I was eating healthy. We weren't sitting on the couch watching live episodes of something of whatever was on TV. You know, we were out walking the dogs. We were doing things. But I cannot look back and pinpoint the day that the scale started to tip the other way. Right. I can't look and say, okay, well, we really don't eat a lot of fast food, but I can't figure out how did how did we lose sight? Mm. And I think in our walk with Jesus, sometimes that happens because what is that saying? The two degrees of separation, yep. right? You just, 
you lose that little tiny bit of that angle and you think, oh, it's okay, we'll get back tomorrow. Mm. But then it just keeps going and keeps going until your once goal yes. is completely out of sight. And you really do. You have to regroup and and get back into it and figure out how to make those changes and stick with them. It does happen by degrees. And that's the, the sneaky part of it, which makes it so hard because, you know, we can have a mindset one moment the thing about mindsets you know and really be fixed on it but little things like you know we were doing cyt same time as you you can be so wrapped up and you aren't aware awareness that hey this is actually not a good lifestyle here to be you know popping m&ms behind the Hey, why? There's nothing wrong with that. The five-pound bag of M&M's while I do sound. Peanut M&M's, which nuts were not allowed, but we just didn't tell anybody, right? They're hidden. No one touched them. Well, and it's, you kind of, you find your identity in those things, Mm -hmm. and they're, sometimes you put so much energy into something, and you think you're doing it for the good of your family and for you, and it isn't until I really think sometimes you remove yourself, and you think... Wow. That was not healthy. That was (laughs) not healthy. What you're thinking was good for you was actually not good for you. Um, So that that is hard sometimes, I think. And, you know, you just mentioned health goals. Um, I've been battling a cold for like Mm -hmm. the last three weeks and it just won't go away. It keeps lingering. It keeps wearing me down and it, it, you know, wears you down mentally and physically. Um, But I just want to share with our listeners that. You know, when you have a goal in mind and if you're focused and you stay committed and you go through what we went through last week, if you go through your smart steps and reminders, you absolutely can be successful. Yeah, I think the key thing really simply is don't give up. Absolutely. That's where in the rubber meets the road. There's that phrase again. But, you know, we can all make errors, but it is the one who does not stop that reaches the end. So why do we tend to give up on some goals? We're going to discuss top 10 reasons why we tend to fall short of goals. We're going to kind of go through these quickly because maybe you'll identify with one of them and maybe it's something that God can reveal to you. Or all 10 of them. (laughs) Yeah. All 10 of them. So number one, I'm I'm already um, defeated. It feels impossible because of past failures. Mm. Or maybe number two, vision. You look at the struggle more than the goal. And I, I always think of that scripture out of Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law happy is he. And other translations talk about they cast off restraint. That one right there, you know, we don't want to restrain ourselves because we don't have that vision. Right. Number three is relying on yourself more than God. And gosh, I'm so guilty of that, forgetting that, you know, like the Bible says, through Christ we can do all things. And surrendering. Mm. You just got to surrender and lay it all down. Yes. And trust can also be in the plan instead of in God. So Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 reminds us of that. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. You see, if I'm trusting in a plan or trusting in the wrong place, I'm not going to see victory there. Right. And you know, as women, we always do that. We Mm -hmm. go by our emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And number five, just plain and simple, Ladies, difficult, right? It just feels way too hard. Right. And we just feel like we can't do it, but like you just said, through Christ, Christ. we can do all things. Absolutely. You know, and back to the plan thing, it's okay to have a plan. We're not going to say you can't have a plan, you know. 
But what you do with that plan, like asking Christ to enable you to do that plan, you know, that's the key difference there. And grace. Yeah, oh, yes. You have to, you know, you have to have grace. Uh, number six is preparation. Don't, when people don't count the costs or prepare well enough. Some examples for me this year, uh, the Bible reading plan that I'm doing every day at 8 a.m., Lord willing, <laughs> 13 days so far this year. Um, I had done it for years. I've done the Bible plan, but this is the first time I'm doing it with other people and doing it live and every morning reading and just sharing what God puts on my heart. So that was a huge accountability and so I had a lot of preparation for that, a lot. I wasn't going to just uh, go through the motions on that. Uh, Luke 14, 28 says, For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? So, you know, take your time to prepare for it, because this is something that can really make a difference as to whether we reach our goal or not. These are all so good. They are all, <laughs> you said go through them quickly. I'm like, I could talk about these for days. Um, number seven is expectations. Looks different than what you thought it would be, and you just can't get into the habits. And it's kind of when you sit and say, it's just too hard, and you constantly use that as an excuse. And we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. You know, when we say that it's too hard or, you know, we're expecting different results mm -hmm. you've got to change your habits in order to expect different results right yeah you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again so again if you're getting up and you're in your bible each morning and you're doing your prayers and you're with other godly women then maybe your expectations can be met but you can't expect those expectations to happen unless you're in the word it's also for me a constant crucifixion of my expectations. Mm. I have to constantly say, God, I just want to be faithful. Will you show me where I'm missing it and humble myself, you know, yeah. instead of like making an idol out of my expectations, which is so easy to do. A big one that I have been writing about a lot is mindset. You know, we have to gear our mindset toward what we are aiming for. And this might mean debunking negative mindsets that have held us back. Colossians 3, verses 2 through 3 says, Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, for you died. Amen. You died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This is what's hard. We're trying to achieve goals, but there is a death in that too, you know, which is kind of ironic, I guess. But there is, I'm going to give it my best, but I'm also going to die to the things that are stumbling blocks for me you know well you kind of have to give up your old self for your new self mm, and you have good. to make sure that you know again we're setting these goals but you have to leave tons of room for grace and mercy because again if you set up a goal that is not attainable mm. then you're setting yourself up from failure from the very beginning so how do you eat an elephant we always say yeah. one small <laughs> bite at a time so you know little little tiny pieces don't try, you can't run a marathon by sprinting. Right. How I ran that half marathon, I, I know I walked a lot of it, mm -hmm. um, but I wasn't the last one. Like yeah. that was, that was my goal, Denise, <laughs> please, dear Lord, do not let me be last. And I wasn't, you know, yeah. I didn't place anywhere near the top, but I wasn't last. But like literally the worship music that I listened to when I ran that and just honestly praying, like, please let me finish. 
I wouldn't have gotten through that without yeah. God. It doesn't matter how many hours I spent on the elliptical. I wouldn't have gotten <laughs> there. Um, and also support. So number nine is lack of support. You know, that makes a big difference also. God gave us girlfriends and God gave us friends for a reason. We were not meant on this earth to be alone. And you really do. You have to find a group of women that you trust. My Bible study that we do every week, mm. I could not get through what I've gone through this last year and a half without them. Mm -hmm. I I can say that point blank because the days when I want to give up and I want to quit and I tell God, I'm angry at you because you let this happen Mm -hmm. and all the false things, Mm -hmm. but then they bring me back in. They let me have my pity party and they bring me back in. So you have to make sure, don't go by what a lot of us were raised on, on we don't talk about how we feel, right? Mm. We don't talk about our problems. Talk about it, not because you're trying to air your dirty laundry, but because you want support and Mm. you need someone else that just says to you, hey, you know what, Denise, I've been in your shoes Mm -hmm. and that might blow your mind. And they, you can see how successful they are. That might be exactly what you needed that day. Yeah. You know, speaking of races and support, uh, first off, guys, just know you're not ever going to get running counsel from us probably. But <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so I've run the uh, <laughs> the U crops that used to be called um, 10K down in Richmond like three, oh, yeah. three or four times. And, okay. Um, one of the times uh, my husband, we were actually not married yet, and he wanted to support me, and he came by the house and made me a three-egg omelet for breakfast before I ran the race. I'm like, I don't eat that much. He's like, oh. you need the energy. And then after I ate it, he said, oh, I meant for us to split that. <laughs> anyway, oh, my goodness, you ate the whole banana. thing. Oh. So I went, we get down to <sighs> Richmond, which is like an hour away, and I'm nervous. You know, you're nervous before a race, mm. and he's not in that race and so I start running and right around a half mile I'm like I'm gonna hurl (laughs) I gotta hurl so bad and I'm just like oh and then there's this tap on my shoulder and it's my husband and I'm like what how'd you get there he says keep going I said I gotta hurl he's like no keep going at every mile marker he would sprint ahead go to that mile marker and root me on. Oh. And I wanted to stop so bad. And so you are so right in saying we've got to have people who encourage us, you Absolutely. know? <laughs> I hope you all have tissues. You're I not going to cry. He's such a good guy. <laughs> oh, he's, uh, and then he ran the next time with me and, and he was patient and held to my pace. What you mean? You know, so <laughs> and oh. I was a red hot mess then too because I wore like, <laughs> multiple layers because I'm like I'm afraid of pneumonia and he's like you're not gonna get pneumonia no <laughs> I was beat red were you like taking the layers off while you were running no oh my goodness <laughs> I just ran yes. six miles straight without stopping oh, wow so okay guys back on track sorry I had to share that story but this brings us to our final roadblock for goals lack of accountability not just support as in raw raw but people who are willing to hold us accountable not just accountability that pins us down either, but encourages us. First Thessalonians 5.22 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. Don't we all need that? There, there needs to be a kingdom mentality. Be happy when other people are achieving things. And so many times people are jealous or they're not rooting for you. And we need that. We do, we do. And we live in such a time in a culture where everybody is offended by everything. Mm, thank you. And I'm sure yeah. 
somebody's going to be offended and we'll get a comment on the podcast. And thank you for your comments. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you can't. Like, you just... It, it's one of those things of... Number 10 scares me the most because I always want to be somebody's accountability partner, but I'm so afraid that I'm going to let that person down. And I've done that before where I have said, okay, I'm going to walk with someone. And I'm like, okay, let's walk. And then I start to come up with excuses. And now not only have I let myself down, but now I've let my friend down. And then I see them and they're like, oh, well, I'm not walking at all anymore. And then I feel bad. And I carry their burden. And that's that's not what it's meant for, right? right. Um, but it is. It is very hard to be accountable. Mm-hmm. But you have to be accountable for any actions to happen. Yeah, definitely try to pick a good accountability partner. And I will, I will confess right now my failings so you can see what Christ can do with people. <laughs> uh, I had an accountability partner. This is like 30 years, well, maybe 27 to 30 years ago. Uh, and I was saying, I don't want to watch soap operas, right? And uh-huh. uh, and eat chocolate bonbons, okay? I got to cut this out. And so... Uh, you actually ate the bonbons while you watched the soap sometimes. operas? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, or Mexican, you wow. know. <laughs> anyway. okay. Ice cream. Yeah. Yep, okay. Junk food, you know. <laughs> And so I would call her before the soap opera. <laughs> so bad. Yep, well, the TV's off, you know, and then we both hang up and watch it. And I was like, we are not doing this right. No, <laughs> that's wrong. That is really wrong. Thank God I've changed a lot since then. And I will confess, you know, when I fail and fall short. But, you know, sin is deceitful. Mm-hmm. It desires to master us, and we must master it. And so that is what the flesh wants to do. It wants to do what it wants to do. You know, it wants to sit and watch TV and do things that are undisciplined. And so this is where accountability is so important. So I'm going to just share. I'm just go ahead and be big and bold. This year, <laughs> I just don't even I'm smiling at her. <laughs> this year, I'm going to try again because you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm going to try to at least get within my weight range. I'm not saying I'm going to be skinny, mini, little scrawny thing, because that's just not how I'm wired or built. It's just not, okay? And I'm okay with that, I think. (laughs) But I would like to just get within my weight range. And so I will share my progress with you. You guys are my accountability partners. I will let you know how I'm doing. Because, you know, I'm putting myself out there this year with a Bible reading plan and other things. It's like, Gee whiz, you know, I've got to be accountable. (laughs) I have butterflies in my tummy for you, like letting the listeners know, okay, I'm going to check in with you. Mm -hmm. I I have goals too, but I'm not letting them check. (laughs) Not going to happen. I feel like for me right now, I am still in my day-to-day and readjusting to the norm of my life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when we were prepping for the podcast, I was really praying about this because I thought... You know, in 2018, I felt like my world was turned upside down, um, you know, when I found out about what my husband did. And then for me, 2019 was very, very surreal. Um, I, could have, I could have walked away from my marriage. Mm. I could have taken my children and we could have moved. But Denise, you know what? I just decided I wasn't going to give up on life. I, I really could have. And I thought I, I wasn't going to. And I learned that in 2019, I was going to be strong. So it taught me to share my struggles with other people. And you can hear, I'm even like getting a little choked up, which I don't normally do. So I, I just, I, I could have walked away. Yes. 
and I didn't. Mm -hmm. So for me, for 2020, it's just learning to be confident as me, not who I was or who I think the norm Allison should be. Mm. It's just going to be as me. Um, Not finding my identity in a group anymore, not finding Mm. my identity in a job, my children, or even my husband, but just as a child of God and a child of God that's been through the fire and not ready to give up. And I pray that in this walk, I'm Mm. saying this out loud to you, I can lose weight too with you. Um, Amen. We'll help each other. We'll help each other. I have a lot more weight to lose than you do, but you know, I need to do that. And, Mm. um, the Bible verse that, you know, I said that I tattooed to my arm that you said we were bringing up again today. I'm going to bring it up again because I'm going to tell you guys, you know, write it down somewhere, put it on a sticky note in your bathroom mirror, put it in your car, put Mm. it in your note planner or buy a credit card because we've said it already, but you know, as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. And I think that is so important to remember that it's not going to be easy. The Mm. water may be very deep. The fire may be very hot, but never, ever, ever give up. I hope that y'all are getting perspective from what Allison just shared because, you know, we're, and we joke a little bit about it and we, we identify with the struggles of goals, but the greatest goal is really to abide in Christ. Absolutely. You know, to seek him out and, you know, to be faithful to him and his word. That's it. But these other things that we want to achieve that God has placed on our heart, you know, we can pursue those things too, but they never are above the most important goal. And I think when your heart lines up with Jesus's heart, then it all, it all comes together. So the raw truth is that goals are no good if we do not stick to them. The radical grace is God is able to give us the strength to reach our goals when we are weak. And the real hope is even when we fail at our goals, we can always start over again. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.